Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your newest source for all things Final Fantasy TCG. Don't regret like any of the choices that I made as far as, you know, you know, I mean, as far as anything goes. It's rolling. Oh, we're rolling. Oh, hey guys. Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast. Uh, kind of a different episode because we're up here in Boston. We just finished uh, the Crystal Cup Earth, and uh, this was actually the first one in North America. Um, great time. Yeah, it was awesome. Great experience, great experience. Um, I'm Chris Adams. Yeah. Uh, uh, with me is Adam Lane. Uh, no Andrew Lane this time because he uh, couldn't get away from the domestic life long enough to get away, you know, to come up here and enjoy himself with the boys. But, yeah, I was able to get away for a couple of days, and you know. Yeah, me too. It was a good time. For sure. Yeah, dude, I enjoyed it. I absolutely enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, I mean, we got a lot to talk about. You know, a lot to process. It's been you know a really fun couple days. Um, I think we'll start with, uh, you know, the decks we picked for this weekend. Um, Adam, why don't we start with you? Uh, yeah. So I, I'm old a lot about like what to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been between like probably three to four decks mm-hmm. up until like maybe the last couple days where I had finally narrowed it down to a few. Um. And then I, like, you know, a couple days before, I saw another interesting deck that I was saying my plan, which was, like, the Carbuncle deck. Yeah, deck's dope. But then the more I played with it, the more I realized that I don't think I was ready to play it. So I kind of just went back to what I thought, which I, I think is currently, at least right now, the strongest deck, which was Mono Ice. Um, and I you just, would. I thought that it gave me, like, the best chance to qualify, which is what my goal. My goal is top four. Sure. Um, so I thought, I felt like, just through testing and stuff, mm-hmm. that... Mono Ice gave me the best chance to do what I wanted to do. Sure. So. Sure, and your beer build beard. Your build was a little different than the ones you see. You're playing more of like the UK style with um, uh, like let much less backups, um, more forwards, um, different kind of yeah mix of summons and things like that. Yeah. So the whole idea was you you, you cut down to like a low backup count, so that way, when you strip their hand in in the late game. Uh, your top decks are just better than their top decks because you're mm-hmm. top decking forwards, um, and typical decks run like 17 backups or so, um, and so there's they're more likely to to draw dead on backups than I am, and also sure. you run more summons. Um, so I ran you know the Doom Trains, Mateus, uh, a one of Shiva, and um, what was my last summon? Oh, Zalera. Oh yeah, Zalera is good, and when you have Orphan, you don't really need Shivas all that much anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, why don't we talk about the deck that you chose to play? Oh man, I went with Old Trusty. I went with the uh, same one I went with up in um, up at the uh, Ohio Petite Cup. I went with uh, Fire Ice Final Fantasy VI Aggro. A uh, couple of changes. I orig- uh, in the build I ran in Ohio. I ran three Shivas, um, one Vein, and eighteen backups. Well, I kind of switched it up a little bit. I, you know, through testing, you know, the deck is still really strong. Through testing, we realized that Black Waltz kind of sucks. Yeah. The card just isn't good. So I was like, you know what? Let me just cut to 17 backups because I realized I'm not really ever going higher than three, maybe four backups. So I was like, let's put a second vein in there. And then I cut down to two Shivas and added one uh, Doom Train, which actually was really, really good for me this weekend. It got me... Proved to have a lot of value, but it was great as a one of. It was good when I needed it, and I never felt like if I had to get rid of it, it never felt bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it was it was really good for me as well. I ran three. Oh, sure. 
Um, two card. And I mean, it helped me against Lightning. Uh, just being able to dome my own guy and force him to pitch when they tried to play Al Cid. Uh, it helped me close out games just by being able to dull and freeze something. Sure. Um, that it, uh, normally would be harder to dull and freeze, like say like a Ranger. Yeah. And things like that. Um, yeah, I mean it was it was a really good card. Yeah, and that's actually a really good segue. Let's talk about the uh, matchups you came up against and uh, how you finished the day overall. Uh, yeah, so my first opponent was Wind Water Standard Units, mm-hmm. um, a deck that I believe I mentioned on the last episode of the podcast that like not a lot of people are playing anymore, but there's no way that it's bad. Sure. Uh, so, you know, right out the gate, I see that. Um, and, you know, he I probably, he probably played like th- four Rangers on me just through like Gladiator and everything else, but mm-hmm. I was able to... You know, use Mimateuses to basically get around a lot of things, um, and then close out the game with Renoa. Sure. Uh, he just couldn't deal with her, uh, and then by the time he was on <clears> six, <throat> there was just like pretty much basically nothing he could do. Oh, sure, because Orphan's probably coming down pretty soon yep. after that. Yeah. So. Yeah, Orf- Orphan was a uh, was pretty big. I don't I don't remember if I played him that game though. Uh, then my second opponent was Mike from. Uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania. So, so Shout outs to the uh, Game Haven, I believe, is the short store that they uh, go I be- to. Yeah, I believe so. <coughs> so it was kind of funny. So Mike was my, la- my one of my last opponents at the Charlotte event. Mm-hmm. Be, he and he was play- He was on Wind Water then. Um, so I was expecting something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were talking like right before the round started, actually. And then the postings went up, and I saw his name on there, and I went to sit down, and then I saw him like trying to look to see like. Where who he had to play and I pointed at him and pointed right in front of me and we were laughing and we were not neither one of us was very happy that we had to play each other round two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sat down and I knew I was in for like a tough match because I know Mike's a strong player. Yeah, y'all uh, played in the top tables in the last in the last Swiss round in ARG Charlotte. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And he was the victor then. Uh, right. I lost that round. Mm-hmm. And so he was on a uh, very interesting like water ice vomity deck with like the starter garnet. Yeah. With, like, card draw and Shivas and stuff. And he would just kind of flood the board with, like, Thaumaturge and Judge Geese and Zargabath. Mm-hmm. And just kind of make... Like, it was pretty fast. So, he I was able to kind of put him on the back foot early. Uh, I had, like, an early Setzer, early Genesis, early Lock. Like, mm-hmm. within, like, the first three to four turns. Sure. To put pressure on him. And he was kind of having to block. With a lot of his small stuff, and I was also able to hit a lot of his really key summons, mm-hmm. like on the damage zone. I think I think the damage zone had two Shivas, two Mateus, <clears throat> just in the damage zone alone. And then I believe he hit uh, a, a Jill on me, so I was mm-hmm. able to freeze some stuff and keep him freeze down. And then I just ended that game with like Orphan was just a lockdown. Oh sure, I, I played as Orphan, he typically is. And it was funny, like normally when I play Orphan, it was it was kind of <clears throat> over in a couple turns, but against him, it actually. Uh, I think it, Orphan was swinging for about, I think he swung for four or five turns before mm-hmm. I was able to finish him off because his board was just so big. Mm-hmm. So I was able to win that, which made me feel really good. I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm 2-0. I just beat a really good player. So I was feeling really confident. Um, and then coming off of that, I had to go to, who did I play next? I'm trying to remember. So I lost, I lost the ice, I lost the earth, and I lost two... Now keep in mind there were seven rounds of Swiss. Yeah, for there, this there tournament. were seven rounds. Yeah, it was, it was a lot to keep track of. Uh, but I lost my next match. I'm trying to recall what it was. I don't remember. So, but I definitely lost my next match. And then after that, 
I was able to win again, so I was three and one. Uh, going, going into the lunch break. Yeah, then we had, had yeah, then we had they had like a like a forty or fifty minute lunch break, and then mm-hmm. we came back, and I'm sitting across from another one of the Pennsylvania guys who I also know is pretty strong, and that was Colin. Yep. Uh, and I didn't know what he was playing at the time, but I mm-hmm. saw as soon as we both played our first backups, I knew we were both on mono ice. Mm-hmm. And um, our decks were only different by a few cards, to be honest. Uh, he was playing Thaumaturge, I was not. Sure. Uh, which the card's up, great, by the ended way. Ended up being a really good card. So I went turn one, um, Banana said, mm-hmm. to get a Setzer to line up for like pretty much my ideal like turn two play. Uh, and then he pitched his entire hand to to freeze my backup with Celis and then make me pitch a card with Thalmaturge, which then made my next turn very awkward because the only forwards that I could play were Renoa and Setzer. So mm-hmm. I either had to overpay for Renoa or like basically pitch my entire hand to play Setzer. Yep. And so I went with the Renoa. <clears throat> And, like, we were going back and forth, trading damage a lot. And then our boards kind of got pretty big. Neither one of us saw Orphan. That's crazy. Whole game. Uh, Orphan, I think, would have been a blowout on either side. If one of us had saw it, I think it would have been a blowout on either mm-hmm. side. Uh, but neither one of us saw it. Um, and then he was just able to push through the last couple points of damage, and he beat me 7 damage to 5 damage. Nice. Um, so it was really, really close. And, a, like, pretty, like, pretty hard matchup, like, for the two, like between the two. And, and it was sure. really close, and he was able to edge it out. So then now, you know, I'm sitting at 3-2. and two. I'm thinking, like, okay, I can still make it in. I just got to win out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I, then I actually got pushed back a few tables, which surprised me. Because um, I, I felt like my tiebreakers were still pretty good. Oh, I remember. My loss was to uh, the Mono Lightning player. Oh, Anthony uh, Figura. Yeah, so if we go back to that, actually. so uh, Another uh, another great human being, by the way. Yeah, so the round, and now he was also a very, very strong player. Um, that was the first. Oh, he's a great I, player. First opportunity I got to play him. Uh, I got blown out in that match because he dropped a Zemus and I wasn't able to answer for three turns and it just got out of control. He was able to like recycle an Alcid and an Idea and that was game. I, I got my ass handed to me. It wasn't even close. Um, so then fast forward back. I'm coming off at three and two and I get sent back like a table or two and I sit down and I start playing and I see my opponent drop Earth cards and I'm like, great, this is going to suck. Um, but I, I was able to like draw into some Mateuses and stuff. And the match was pretty even. He was he wiped my board with the four Chantoto, mm-hmm. which felt really bad. But I was still keeping up with him, and it was uh, it was five damage to six. He had already blown me out because I had tried the Mateus one time or two times, and he had Titan both times. Uh, and I was and I had a I had to get rid of a guy that I just couldn't deal with. Mm-hmm. So um, my thoughts were in my head were okay, I can party attack, get the six point of damage in, or I could try to bluff. A third Mateus, which doesn't exist in my deck. So I went for the party attack, um, thinking that he would probably call my bluff. But now that I'm looking back on it, I think I should have just bluffed it and kept the two forwards upright. So what happened was I got he, he let the attack go through because his Shantoto was frozen and he had a guy upright, and I had a blocker in Genesis. Um, but he went to swing with his guy, and as soon as I went to declare a block... Uh, he just cockatrieced, and that was the game. So yep. I lost seven to six, and now I'm three and three. And so at that point, I'm already thinking like, yeah, I'm I'm probably out. Like, I don't think a three loss makes it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last game goes pretty easy. I played against a Moogle deck. Um, was able to. It was over pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just couldn't get started on me really. I was able to strip his hand, and he wasn't really able to do much. So I was sitting at four and three, pretty sure that I wasn't in. Um, so. How how did your matchups go? Um, it was pretty good. Um, my first my first match was against actually a newer player. He said he'd been playing for about a month or so, and he um 
he was playing this fire, wind, kind of low-to-the-ground aggro deck. Um, <clears throat> he wasn't ready for, like, the turn one lock, haste, damage, and pitch. Like he, uh, I, I came out of the gate swinging on this one. And then it turned into a turn two Celis, freeze the forward he played, I'm sorry, the backup that he played on his first turn. Um, I just kind of turned on the gas and never looked back. He did get one point of damage on me because I swung out to put him at six, and he dropped like a hasty Tifa and just swung him. He knew the game was over. Yeah. Um, but he, he was really, like, he was a really good person. We just, like, we actually spent, our, our, round, our match was over at the 24-minute mark, and rounds are 30 minutes. And we just we just kept jamming games afterwards, um, because we had so much time left. And you know, I was teaching him stuff about his deck. So, so he was a new player. He had a really good time, and you know the match went pretty quick. But he, he learned a lot when we were playing after that. Um, <clears throat> my second round, I believe, was against. I want to say I went. I was. I remember if I went two and zero or one and one. Um, I think you would have played up against Nick. I feel like you were 1-1. Yes, I was because I played against, uh, I believe his name was Greg Cole. He was a guy out from Cali. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, he was playing Mono Earth. Um, again, started out with a real strong open, really got in there fast. But this Mono Earth deck, this thing was just filled to the brim with EX bursts. My first point of damage was a minor. I'm like, okay, cool. And I, you know, I'm, feel, I'm feeling good. But then, like he's pitching his, he's like pitching his hand to play big guys and Ralbon my stuff. And then I'm flipping just ex burst after burst. I want to say like he hit Ralbon, he hit Mustadio, he hit uh, Atmos, the six uh, drop one. So I was never able to really apply pressure. Um, he won, he ended up winning seven to five. So it was a close match, but just those ex bursts just ate me alive. Um, Greg was a great player, by the way, and we'll, we'll catch up back with him later. Uh, round three, I go up against a. I want to say I'm playing against Mono Water. It might have been Mono Water. Because mm -hmm. it was. Um, yeah, this was. It was over very quickly. Because I. Out to the races again. Celis, freeze your backup, haste, swing. And yep. I just. I set him back every turn. Yep. It was another seven damage to one win. And uh, again, my match was over in like five minutes. So, I'm two and one going into uh, round three, and then I'm uh, sorry, going into round four. And round four, I played against. I played against um, Jean Paul, who is a guy from Maryland, but he comes down to the Fredericksburg store and plays at YHP. He was on Water Lightning Knights that played more, like, had a lot more of, like, the mono water aspects. Like, the lightning was very much a splash. Um, and I got real greedy in this match. Like, it was it was a close match. It was, again, seven damage to five. I got real greedy. Um, and I swung into, I, I swung into an ash that I knew he could ready when all I really had to do was stay back. But he played it smart. He had Leviathans on deck. He, he knew what he was doing. Um, so I'm two and two going into the break. And I'm thinking, man, uh, I, I was I was like, I really need to, I really need to like step up. Mm -hmm. So I, I actually didn't even eat lunch. I just jammed games with one of the judges the whole time. So we come back, and I think right after right after the lunch break, I'm playing against a. Uh, this is wind water standard units, mm -hmm. and I just blow it up. Mm -hmm. Um. 
He starts out really good with some hasters, um, but I'm able to just lock his stuff down with, you know, with Was chills. it more like the Chocobo sandwich? Yeah, it, it, yeah. Um, and I'm able to lock his stuff down with Shivas and Jills, and I'm able to just push through the last few points of damage. I think I won this one seven points of damage to four. Mm-hmm. Um, then my next two matches, I'm trying to remember what they were, but I won these also very handily. They were you definitely both, played against a mono lightning player. Um, yes, uh, Daniel. Yes, I played against him. Um, he was a mono lightning player. Um, it was another seven one blow up. I did the same thing that I did against mono water. Celis, freeze your backup, haste, go. And then, you know, I, I, I never looked back. Yep. And anytime he tried to block, I had Mateus on deck. Um, it, it just, it was over. Very, again, it was another five minute match. Um, and then the last round I played against, um, uh, let's try to think of what it was. Um, um, might have been a, I don't remember. I don't remember what my last round was, but I know I won this one seven damage to one as well. Okay. So I finished. I finished the day five and two. Like all of my matches were very, very quickly or over very quickly. Even the ones that I lost, they, 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 they I was you know always one of the first ones done because that's the thing about playing an aggro deck. The match is always going to be over because you're going to get you're going to get exposed. You're going to get blown up by something, and then you just can't really recover because you put a lot of resources into that early aggression. Yeah. Um. So I finished five and two. Uh, Swiss rounds are over. Then, so earlier in the day, kind of backtrack a bit. They mentioned that it's not a top eight cut, but it's a top sixteen cut because we had ninety one players. Yeah. So that was interesting because normally I was expecting like a top eight. And when they said, mm-hmm. "Oh, day two is going to be top 16. so I believe the final number was one hundred nine registrants. Yeah, and then we had like ni- I think like 90 something people yeah. actually played. I don't know the other people actually didn't like mm-hmm. um, ever show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want to go further back about here before we got on the train to get into mm-hmm. the city, <laughs> oh god, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like we're sitting there at the at the train station, <laughs> and I like feel something land on my head, and then I see it roll off onto the uh, onto the bench, and I'm like. This bird just shit on my head. <laughs> I just had a bird just drop a duker right on my head, and thankfully it was like a solid one. Here we are. Here we are talking about poop. <laughs> we, we we had a turd merger. So but, uh, yeah, you're you're already pretty down at that point. You're like you're like man, this is a bad sign. And I was like, no man, it's a good sign. You're gonna yeah. be fine. Yeah, like usually, usually like when the bird shits on you, like well, after you've had a few things go wrong, that's when it's a bad sign. But I guess if you start the day with a bird shitting on you. You're in good shape. <laughs> well, <clears throat> now we're gonna fast forward back to where they go ahead and now they go they go they go over the standings and they reveal the top sixteen. So spoiler alert, I, I already knew I didn't make the cut. So I, I finished around twenty fourth. I think it was the final uh, number. Right. It was, it was either I think it was twenty fourth or twenty third. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in there. Well, we had one undefeated player, Andy Carmona from yep, Florida. From Florida. Yep. Strong on a lightning player. Oh, probably one of the best. Then we had four X and ones. Yep. And then there were twelve X and twos. Yeah, so two didn't. Yeah, make it two in. didn't make it in. So they start reading down, and I'm looking like my tiebreakers finished near the top. So I'm thinking, hey, this is good. And also the amount of damage I took was square. That's like the second tiebreaker. It's um, damage received. Mm-hmm. I took the third least amount of damage out of the entire field the entire day, just because all of my wins but one were seven one blowouts. Yep. Um, so they start reading down the names, and Adam's like, you probably made it in, I'd, I'd say, around 12th. 
Yeah, that was my guess. <clears throat> so they read off the names going down to the top. I actually have the list of the top uh, 16 players. Um, I don't have them in order. <clears throat> but Well, actually, I do have them in order. Um, Andy Carmona was seated first. Yep. Um, number two was uh, Jonathan Ciorda, which um, I probably butchered his last name, but another great human being. Yeah, he was he was on Mono Water, but like the Fasoli build. Yes, which was sick. Yeah, it was a, I, I liked his build a lot. I did too. Really good. And then we had uh, Max Williams uh, seated third. Um, who was on Mono Water Monsters. Yeah, that was a neat deck. And then we have uh, Anthony Figora, the lightning player you were talking yep. about, seated fourth. Uh, Colin Rupert, one of your opponents, seated fifth. Yep, so my, two of my losses were four and five. And there you go. Uh, the number, <laughs> uh, Brian Berkeley, uh, six seed, also on uh, Fire Ice yep. Aggro, which, you know, he was my hero of the day. Uh, Gregory Cole, the Mono Earth player that I lost to in round two, um, seated yep. seventh. Um, eight seed, we have uh, Matt Okimoto. Yeah, who was um, on Ice Earth. Yep, on Ice Earth, uh, kind of a household name in this game. Uh, the ninth seed is um, Alexander Tesmer. I don't know what he was on. I do not either, unfortunately. I'd like to know. Um, tenth seed was Arlen Gonzalez. I he might have been on Mono Lightning. I'm pretty he, sure he was, was. he was on Mono Lightning. I think he was on Mono uh, Number the number eleven seed was uh, Irvin Diaz. I don't know what he was on. Either. I don't know. I really wish I'd paid more attention. Uh, number twelve was Andrew Good. I want to yeah, say he fine. was on Mono Ice. He was one of the uh, Game Haven, Pennsylvania players. Was he on Mono Ice? He might have been. I feel like he, I feel like he was on like Wind something. Mm-hmm. He usually plays Wind, but I, I, I don't know for sure. Yeah, I, I never really got a chance to look at his deck. Thirteenth um, seed was uh, Sam Riley, another household name. He was also on, played Ice Earth. Yep. yep, but more of like Mono Ice with it was a different build. Chaos to Splash Chantoto. At least that's what I saw. He had Dotaluma in there. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah. okay, I didn't see all that. Because I was sitting next to his match in the first round, and all I saw was Earth cards and a Shantoto, and I was like, well, all right. Yeah, I think there was more Earth there than you think. But I, I, it wasn't like Ogimoto's, though. It was, it was different. Mm-hmm. And then the 14th seed, we had John Schreiner. He was uh, on Mono Water. Yeah, so if you want to... We'll take a slight break there. So at this point, I had said you were probably going to be 12 or 13, mm-hmm. so I know you were probably sweating bullets. Sweating a little, and uh, that's why when they announced the time, they said two aren't going to make it in. I yelled out, I was like, mention the two that aren't going to make it. Yeah, and everybody was like, no, don't, please don't yeah. do that. All right, so John Schreiner, number 14. I actually had a lot of great games with him. It was funny because uh, in the title f- format tournament, me and him were both playing Tactics, which was really cool. And uh, we played, um, he was the last Wolves Den play- game that I played. We'll talk more about that later. Uh, number 15. What was he on in the control? He was on Mono Water. Okay. Uh, number 15's, uh, uh, Chris Adams. Maybe you've heard of that guy? Yeah, we might know him. Yeah, we might know him. Oh, that's me. <laughs> um, yeah, able to squeak in at 15. Um, I was on Fire Ice, as I mentioned. And yeah. the number 16C was a Brandon, uh, uh Brian, uh, his last name is Oak, his last name is the letters OK. I don't know if it's spelled Oak, Ock, OK, yeah, whatever. Sure. I don't want to butcher his name. If, if you're, if you ever listen to this and you want to get, hit us up with the phonetics, please do. But, uh, yeah, that rounded out the top 16. So I made it in, made the day two cut. Um, and when I went to look at the tiebreakers, I actually had a pretty my, – my percentage was pretty well above the bottom, like yeah. the, the last 16. So I wasn't wor- – at the point when I saw when I saw the math, I was like, oh, I had nothing to be worried about. Um, so, yeah, it was a lot of pressure off. Made the day two cut. Um, I was pretty exhausted. The uh, the weather up here. I went from seventy degrees and sunny down in 
Virginia to it's snowing all day. So that's kind of why I'm sounding a little hoarse and coughing today. I've, I've caught something, but I don't feel sick, but, you know, it yeah. just sucks. Yeah, I mean, I, it was def- <clears throat> the weather was definitely up and down. But, you know, it's, it's up north. Yeah, it, it, was, it was to be expected, so I did dress accordingly. But, uh... Yeah, man. Day one was good. I came home and crashed immediately, you know, feeling good. You know, it's a go to day two. It's a fresh tournament. All the matches in top 16 are two out of three. Yeah. So, so. yeah, I mean, funny thing, like, uh, so we were told to be back at 1030. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And so, um, we're, <laughs> so there was train, they had, they had like, uh, maintenance on the train tracks. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know about it the night before. <coughs> oh, yeah. And so our train ride on day one was about 20 minutes, 25 minutes. So we're thinking, all right, let's set mm-hmm. our alarms later because we plan to be there at 9 the day before. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we'll just roll in around 10. Yeah, we get to sleep 10, in, be, be cozy. And so I wake up to um, one of my, my first alarm because mm-hmm. um, like, I had set an alarm for 7.30 so that we could like, get ready and I had time to like take a shower and everything. Sure. Uh, but I wake up to my first alarm and I'm looking at train times. So I'm like, yeah, I might as well see what train we're going to catch. And I see that the trains on Saturday are going to take an hour. And the only train times I see from the station that we were leaving from were 7.50 in the morning mm-hmm. and 9.40, which would put us past 10.30. Yep. So that kind of sucked. It kind of <clears> made us <throat> out. We had to get out of bed earlier than we wanted to. Yeah, so you come wake me up from my NyQuil-induced slumber. Yeah. And we immediately have to get up because apparently they, like, they're they doing construction every weekend until like the end of May. Yeah. So they had us r- pretty much taking shuttle buses to a stop that's like right outside the city and then you take the train for two stops into the south station yeah so and that bus ride was probably 30 40 minutes and then you're on the train for another you know 15 to 20 yeah um so we still got there pretty early we got there like 8 30 so now we're looking for a spot for breakfast so shout out to third was uh south street diner (laughs) yeah that was pretty interesting yo man we got we got a ringside seat to just good old-fashioned back-of-the-house beratement and yelling. <laughs> the food was good, though. Oh, food was great. I didn't realize scrambled eggs and waffles got so heated. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I mean, not too much time on that, but it was interesting, and the food was good. And then we were able to make it back in. So we were, we were like, probably at this point, like, 20 minutes early or so. Like, we're at the venue. Uh, they told us, like, we can't come in. Like, you gotta wait. And then we kind of try to, like... Muscle our Let's way in. <laughs> yeah, we're like, hey, yeah, strike the numbers. Let's go see if we can just go sit oh, down. Yeah, man, we opened the door and they fucking, they flipped that Jill EX burst. They froze us in our tracks. They were like, nope. <laughs> yeah, so that's what they told us. They were like, oh, well, the tournament actually, the top 16 doesn't actually start until 11. Mm-hmm. So you guys kind of have to sit out here. But then you had to check in. So we were just chilling, talking. Yeah, jamming some games, hanging out. Um, so yeah, we were having a lot of fun. And then, um, so then... Top 16 starts. We go in. They pair us up. They do deck checks for all of us to make sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and they did, like, photos of top 16. So be on the lookout for the 16-man Manderville photo yeah. coming to either the Square Enix website, Mognet. So it'll be somewhere because I want to see it. But um, so they sit us down. They do all of our deck checks. And then we um, they pair us off. My opponent was, in fact, uh, Jonathan. I'm going to butcher his last name again because I'm a horrible human being. Um, Jonathan Ciorda, um, he was on the mono water for so you build. Yep. Um, so we, we start playing, he's on the play, which is fine. Cause I want to go second. Cause I actually had no, uh, of, of that group, him, Sam and Andy, I had no idea what he was on. Yeah. We thought the night before. So we assumed <clears throat> because he was with Andy and Sam that in all likelihood he would be on mono lightning. That was yeah. our guess, but we didn't know for sure. Uh, so we were kind of like 
talking through the matchup of Mono mm-hmm. Lightning, expecting that's what you're probably going to play, but mm-hmm. that you should probably still expect other things because we weren't 100% sure. Yeah, so and I was like, I expe- the, the, the decks I could expect were Mono Lightning, Mono Ice, Mono Water, and Mono Earth. Yeah. Mono Color decks, my deck does very well against because most Mono Color decks you want to build a little bit. So he, he, he wins the uh, role, so he you know plays back up this typical Mono Water stuff, and I'm like, got him. So. I think I, I, I want to say I drop a hasty Genesis because it was the best thing I had in my hand. So I, I'm again I'm I'm going in hot. Yep. Um, and I, I I pretty much steamrolled him game one. Like game one was pretty pretty easy. Um, but then game two rolls around and like he had, he adjusted so well. Like I can't say enough because he got the Fasolia rolling. What what was blowing me up was Fasolia on you know my stuff after Beatrix swings yeah which even if i have duke larg out that's killing most of my board yeah but at least uh i think <coughs> just just to talk about it uh mm-hmm. and we had also talked with sam sam riley about it as well mm-hmm. uh I, yeah it, like duke larg was like pivotal in that matchup though just to force him to at least you had mm-hmm. to have Beatrix at that point yeah otherwise your stuff becomes a lot harder <laughs> to deal with yeah, and, and it's not like the the next two games were weren't close, right. but he just right. once he got like Ethereal Summoner going, putting Burks bursts on the top, then hit me with Fasolia. Like his deck was firing on all cylinders, and um, you know, like I, I can't even act like you know the reason the games were close was because he was doing damage to himself with Fasolia, which you would think with an aggro deck that would put me in a better position, but now he just grossly outplayed me. Yeah. Um, just because I, you know, I wasn't ready for the Fasolia Beatrix stuff, and I did my best to keep Beatrix locked down. But then it's like, all right, cool. Well, here's Cecil. Here's this. Here's that. So he just, you know, he just he just grossly outplayed me. So, yep. so he won my uh, my top my uh, run comes to an end. Um, but also turns out uh, Jonathan actually ended up making top four, which was awesome. Yep. So uh, he uh, proceeded to play well enough. He actually won game two. I didn't realize he had Blitz Ace Titus in his deck. So uh, that, that makes that, sense. Yeah, it, oh, it really does, especially if you're doing damage to yourself with Vasoya. So, uh, yeah, he uh, he took me to the cleaners games two and three. So I mean, it was it was good to, you know, it's good to see what that kind of deck can do. Because like I said, you know, it's, it's just the the nature of the deck I play. I don't get to really see what the other person's playing. I know that yep. sounds kind of weird and almost like cocky in a sense. But if I'm if my deck's playing right. I don't get to see what you're playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was really neat to see that. And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so after that, a <clears throat> um, couple other matches. I don't really know. I, I know how the how the first round went because they kept it on a bracket. But um, we could just uh, kind of skip to the top four. Yeah, guys. top four was uh, was Colin Rupert, yep. um, Max Williams, uh, Jonathan Ciorda, and Matthew Okimoto. Yeah, so that that means two water decks. Yep. So we had which two. were different. Yep, they were grossly different. Yeah. So you got the Fasolia build and you got the monster build. Yep. Uh, I believe he was running Schrodinger. He was, and that uh, card was, that was super effective in the the build he was running for uh, sure. Yeah, and then you had Okimoto on Ice Earth mm-hmm. and uh, Colin on Mono Ice. Yep. Uh, so again, one of our <coughs> earlier losses. Before. Makes me feel mm-hmm. a little better, I guess. Yeah. But like I said, we had a good match. Like, well, uh, the quality of play at this tournament was. Yeah, really I was actually high. just getting ready to say like this wasn't anything you've played at a local tournament or a weekly, um, unless you like, as unless you live in an area full of killers. The competition at this tournament was high, save for a few newer players from the area. Oh, You're sure. like, you know, I want to check this out, but in a 91 person field, I would, I would dare say 85 of those 91 were all just really really 
good players. Yeah. So there, there was nobody who didn't really like stop. I mean, people misplay all the time, but there wasn't like there weren't people that were just making stupid, stupid plays because they don't know how to play the game. Yeah. Nobody was on some random jank. Everybody was playing, uh, you know, an archetype that has been talked about in Opus 5, has been tried and true, you know, in previous iterations. So you had a lot of strong competition, which the fact that I was able to make the cut in this competition, A, said something about, you know, my my level of play and the fact that, you know, we have a good group in Richmond that we can all play and test again. You know, we, we all, we, it's weird to like say that, wow, yeah, we're actually pretty good at this. You know what I mean? It sounds kind of weird to say. Yeah, I mean, I felt pretty confident about it. Like I said, looking back, like, there were definitely some things I would change. Like, some sure. lines that I took that I could have took some different lines. And that's just about evolving as a better, being becoming a better player. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm pretty, I feel pretty good about it. But 24th, I mean, one game shy of the cut didn't feel too bad. No, not at all. Um, and I think I was pretty high on tiebreakers for being four and three. Yeah. Because, like I said, two, two of my three losses were to number four and number five yeah. in the tournament. Um, and I felt like only one match wasn't close, and that was the Mono Lightning match. Yeah, that, uh, that guy's a good player. He was really good. And, and I, like I said, he played a card that I needed to answer, and I couldn't answer it. For and I think game. it's funny because Anthony, he, he actually beat Sam in his top 16 match. Um, and it was the same reason he beat you. He yeah. just, he Anthony had a Zemus on the board, and he just had, he couldn't do anything it's, about it. He's, Zemus is just one of those cards where you play <clears> that card. If, if he has valuable target, if he's already has his backup built, so you, you want to play it when you already have your backup. So when Anthony played it on me, he already had four, mm-hmm. which I think is a good number. Well, he was super rampy, too. Like, you yeah. like you look, I, I remember playing, I looked over, their match just started, I looked back over, he's already at four backups. Yeah. I'm like, crazy. I mean, that's what Lightning wants to do, and that's yeah. why you run one drops uh, mm-hmm. backups to mm-hmm. ramp. Because for that idea value. So sure. he hard casted a deal on me to remove something, and then I was able to kill the idea, and then he dropped Zenus. So then the. Uh, the turn after that, he Zemist an Alcid back in to remove something again, and then was able to Zemist an Adia in, and at that point, uh, I, was, I knew I was pretty much done, and then he went ahead and slammed down a, like a Ramza for two <clears throat> mana, and I extended my hand. I was like, you got it, man. I can't, I have no answer for that. Yeah. And I, we even talked about it after. I was like, yeah, I was like, I was praying for Genesis. Like, I really need a Genesis to deal with Zemus, or I knew I was done. Turns out, um, Zemus, Ramza, Alua, all these new <laughs> lightning cards, Pretty good. They're pretty damn powerful. They are pretty, pretty powerful. Uh, yeah, so they round out the top five. So uh, Okimoto was able to defeat uh, uh, Colin. I mm-hmm. uh, didn't really get to catch much of the match. Yeah, because they were in the feature area, and they were pretty big about like not having... They were like, hey... Yeah, you weren't allowed to be... Yeah, no, RB was like, hey, if you want to watch these matches, just pull them up on your phone. We just want to keep people clear so that, you know, yeah. no interruptions, no distractions. Which is fine. We totally, I totally get that. You yep. want to make sure they can concentrate. They can play. I mean, they're and this is the first Crystal Cup in North America. They're they've already qualified for national at this point, but now they're playing to win. Yeah, and then the other match was the two water players squaring off yep. against each other, and a key interaction happened that we were talking about actually the day before the tournament, and I brought it up as a question, and I was like, I'm pretty sure Bismarck, because because Anthons are field abilities mm-hmm. that Bismarck cuts in half and then adds back to it. Mm-hmm. Because of the way Bismarck is worded as opposed to other power reductions. Yeah. Because Bismarck says reduced by half, not by a number. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess the way that works is if something is reduced by, say, like Cognazzo reduces by a thousand power for such and such, Bismarck just straight reduces by half. 
Yeah, so he miscalculated. Yeah. Um, because he thought it worked a different way than it yep. did. Uh, I think he got blown up by that. I don't remember if that was game one or game two. I think it was game two because I because I think he got two owed. Oh, he did get two. I'm pretty sure. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Like that that was what cost him game two. Yeah. So then that made the grand finals. Uh, Max versus Okimoto, which yep. was uh, Ice Earth versus the Water Monsters. Yep. And I actually will probably go back and watch because those are available to watch on the Break the Squ- those YouTube. Yeah, they're actually not on that one. They're on Square Enix Presents. Or oh, really? Like oh, yeah. yeah they'll probably be on official. Break Zone eventually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe they were doing it for <clears throat> Square. Yeah. But that's okay. Um. So. But the links are up. You can find them in the Facebook groups. You can find hell. You can even find them on uh, uh, Kageyama's Twitter. Yep. So, uh, you know, spoiler alert: Okimoto was able to win. Oh yeah. Um, I I think was it two one. I don't know. I I'm not, I, I I'm didn't not sure watch any of the match. Was. I was too busy uh, busting you know, ass yeah, in side events. Yeah, we were doing side events, uh, but we were also kind of paying attention. There was a key play that I do want to talk about that I thought was really cool. Uh, Okimoto had the new legendary emperor out. And uh, Max had a Cleone, and he was able to force pop the Cleone, forcing Max to draw a card, which then triggered Emperor's new ability, and he was able to dull and freeze. I think Max is only forward mm-hmm. to win the game, which uh, that I mean, it's, it's it's just such a cool line for mm-hmm. me, like to see to win a game. Off. I mean, Okamoto is a really smart player. They're both smart players. So, yeah, again, field full of killers, man. Field yeah. full of killers. Yeah, and that's... So, so definitely, like, congrats to Okimoto. Came here from California. Um, yeah, man, Cali took the first one home, man. That's yeah. uh, that's great. Like, you know, a lot of great players out there. Um, so, but while all that was going on, we were playing, um, they had this little thing called the Wolves' Den where it was, um, they had a, several matches set up, and it was pretty much winner stays on the sticks. Yeah. You know, so as long as you're sitting there winning, you you keep playing and the the line keeps going around and yeah. rotating through. Yeah, because I was so I, I sat down like pretty much instantly because you were already playing your top sixteen match and yep. I wanted to watch it at first, but RB was kind of like you know yeah you know you can't you can't be near the table. So I was like okay fine. I was like I guess I'll go play Wolves in for a bit. Mm-hmm. And I sat down and I was able to rifle off some wins mm-hmm. with Mono Ice because I wasn't I had no decks built to meet all the other achievements. So they had achievements which was yeah cool. like uh, most so, Chocobos, most Moogles, and I I don't have a deck that. <laughs> Goes through any of this yes. criteria. Yeah, so the first was most wins. Uh, then there was most losses. Mm-hmm. Uh, most cards with Moogle, Moogle in the art. Mm-hmm. Most cards with Chocobo. Chocobos in the art. Most signs of the seventh dawn without using Hoshmail. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was the last one? Most monsters. I believe, yes. Was the last one. Uh, so the one I remember off the top of my head, I think the most Chocobos, oh, most CP spent in a turn. Most CP spent in a turn, which I think ended up being 17. Yes. Uh, and then the most most Chocobos played was the craziest one to me. I think the guy played had sixteen on the field at one time. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like, but I feel like at that point, you and your opponent are like, "Hey, let me just do this." Maybe, yeah, it's yeah. possible. Look, I'll I'll throw the match. You just let me do this. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I was able to get four <clears throat> wins, um, and then at that point, the uh, like I lost, and then went to the back of the line, and then that's when they were saying like, "Hey, uh, if you want to play in the title tournament, you got to sign up now." Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to sign up, I uh, and I had to kind of like put stuff that I was using in my other decks in the, to finish out my title decks. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean, I had brought one because I knew that, that this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And if I, you know, didn't do well day one or wasn't in by the time it started, I was going to enter it. Right. Um, and I think you would plan to. Do the same. Yeah, same. So once my top sixty match was over, um, I got up and I was like, oh, I went to ask one of the judges, hey, when does the title tournament start? But um, after I finished uh, playing my match with Jonathan. 
you know, we talked for a little bit afterwards, and uh, he was like, yeah, we need to collaborate, you know, on his on his YouTube site, on our podcast. Oh, you know, we're, sure. we're, we're working on some collaborations with other groups here in the future. He was like, uh, are you going to play in the title tournament? I was like, yeah, but, you know, I was so exhausted last night. I didn't build, because I was going to build a Final Fantasy twelve title deck. But I just, you know, with me not feeling well, I duped myself up on DayQuil, and it was lights out for me at, like, 9 o'clock. Um, so he was like, here, you want to borrow mine? It's tactics. I was like, well, well that, that, that'd be awesome. How about, yeah. So I take it, and then I go I go play some Wolves' Den games, and I rack, I pile up four wins back to back to back to back to back, too. Yeah. So I, I never leave the sticks until they're like, oh, sign-ups for the tournament. And, uh, I was playing against John, the, not uh, the other John, the mono, uh, the other mono-water John. Yeah. Um, and um, he was actually getting ready to beat me. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, you know what, you got it, I'm out of here. So. Yeah. And he would suck because he was like, no, because I want to play title too. So he probably just ended up getting up as well. Yeah, he, I, I think he might have also played. He, which is funny because he was also playing tactics, which yeah. we didn't find out until um, later. So, so now we're going to talk about a little bit about the title format and the tournament. Um, I'm going I'm to tell you this right now. Title format is a lot of fun. It was tough. And it is a great way to get people into the game if they're a fan of a particular like if they're a fan of a particular game in the series you can build a title format deck and the rules are a little bit different uh, color doesn't really apply Only uh, abilities. except abilities yeah so you know you could pitch two water cards to play a delita who's an earth card but if it's the Delita that has an ability with that requires Earth, you have to have Earth to play the ability. Yeah. And then also the Legend rule doesn't apply <clears throat> yeah. except to the specific card itself, so you can play a five drop Delita and a three drop Delita at yeah. the same time. So it's it's a really it's a really neat format. Um, the decks are, are pretty synergistic, and it, it's really neat that you can play. It gives you a chance to play your favorite character. So I urge everybody if you play this game, build a title deck around the game you like. And it's unfortunate some of they're not all created equal. Like obviously, I've said it many times. Six is my favorite game. Six has a ton of forwards, but they don't really have any summons, and they've only got like a couple backups. But yeah, I could use the one drop backups. Yeah. But you don't really get. There's not really much else happening, especially like, especially when you have a lack of summons. Like you better bring something else to the table. Like six brings a bunch of really powerful forward abilities to the table, yeah. but then you're running a deck of like 38 forwards and like the rest is backups. You know. <clears throat> so, what were you running for title? So my favorite game is Final Fantasy VII. It would be. Yeah. So, so I was like, if I'm gonna play title, I might as well play seven, a 7 deck mm -hmm. and have some fun with it. Play my favorite game. Mm -hmm. um, so I ended up building <clears throat> pretty much uh, Cloud and Vincent the deck. Oh yeah, because there's, so there, there's so many copies of them <laughs> and they've all got special abilities so you're never running out of ammo there. Yeah, I lost count of like how many specials I got to use mm -hmm. in the Swiss round, or, like all the rounds of Swiss. Um, but yeah, so basically it was just a ton of Clouds, a ton of Vincents with like a lot of 7. The only thing that really sucks about 7 is their summons are well, they're doo -doo. They are doo-doo butter. Um, I was running two Bahamut Fury. That was basically it. Mm -hmm. uh, so pretty much I had to win off my specials. Oh, sure. Um, and you did. You did end up doing yeah. very well. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to talk about how you did first? Um, yeah, so I was playing Final Fantasy Tactics, which is... The the deck, honestly, is kind of... It kind of plays itself because you've got really big, stupid forwards. So you've got, you know, the five-cost five Alita the three cost leader that breaks a character which is great because now you're breaking your like backup like your Duke Goltana so you can get another one to search mm -hmm. um, 
you're playing the six drop Ramza, you're playing the really in this uh, the three drop Ramza from Opus Three, and in this format that card is busted. Oh yeah, that I, I think I had him up to like a fifteen k at one point. Yep. Um. So, <clears throat> and then you have like you have seven drop Odin, you have Opus One Leviathan, yep. you have uh, you even have access to like Carbuncle, you have Fairy, like you have a lot of like. Yeah. Tactics has really good summons, and they're all EX burst. Yep. So, I played that. Um, I didn't do the best. I went two and three. Um, I went. I won my first game, lost my second game, had to play you in round three, lost that one. Then I won my next one. Then I lost my my last one. Yep. Um, it's not because the deck is hard to play. I just these these five games of title were the first five I've ever played, and I just. I was having fun, and I just didn't know what I was doing for the most part. And there, I, I, I got to remember that this this deck in particular, tactics you got to play it kind of like a water deck. You mm-hmm. need to build your backups because once you build your backups, man, you're not losing. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, they're, all their forwards have a lot of value. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we. Uh, so I went uh, <clears throat> four and one, and they, there was no like cut. It was just however you finish in Swiss, mm-hmm. um, and then that was how they handed out the prizes. So there was no undefeated, so I actually had the same record as the Salt, the top three, had, where it had one loss. Nice. Um, but their tiebreakers were slightly better than mine, so I ended up finishing third. Sure. Um, and got some pretty cool prizes out of it. Yeah, nice. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. I mean, I was able to do a lot of a lot of Omni Slashes, a lot of a lot of Cloud Specials. Mm-hmm. Um, played against some cool decks. I played against the Final Fantasy V deck. Oh, really Bart, the Bart's deck? Yeah. No, it was like Dawn Warriors. What? Yeah, and uh, Final Fantasy V also has like no backups. So he was running just all the one-drop backups. Uh-huh. And he had like the Gilgamesh, the four-drop Gilgamesh with all the abilities on mm-hmm. it, which was really good for him. And we went back and forth. That game was actually really close. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just dropped Minerva, and that was kind of it. Because Minerva's a seven character. That's really good. <laughs> it seems real good. Yeah, so... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, his deck was interesting. Uh, I played against a Final Fantasy fourteen deck. That was interesting. I completely forgot that Amon was a fourteen card. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I was able to win that one, too. My one loss was my first opponent mm-hmm. uh, playing Final Fantasy eleven, And I just not could not keep up with him. Mm-hmm. Like, he dropped, like, turn one Shadow Lord, blew up my Yuffie. Mm-hmm. Into, like, turn two Volker, make it where my Vincent can't block, attack. And then every time he dropped an eleven character, something couldn't block. Yeah, it seems really good. And it good. was just, like... Boom, 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 calm, or not. Just started, like, everything was coming down, and I got I got beat up pretty bad. I think it was 7-0. to zero. Oh, it was 7-1. It was, it was not good. So I'm like, man, I'm terrible at title. Oh, <laughs> I was, yeah. I think, like, going out of that route, and then I ended up winning out, mm-hmm. So which was pretty cool. <coughs> yeah, you did good, man. Like, uh, Type 0 Cadets was definitely the uh, the flavor of the tournament. And there was, what, 25 people in this tournament? I think something like that. Yeah. Um, which was a re- you know. For an impromptu title tournament, twenty five people, man, that's sometimes you don't even get local tournaments that end up being that high. You know yeah, what it, I was, mean? it was a lot of fun too, and like <clears throat> again, a lot of the players, pretty high caliber, do what they were doing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like, um, even the people playing title, and just man, they were all having fun playing playing that format. I I'm actually going to be building, I'm going to build that same deck that Jonathan let me borrow, so I can have I want to have that one, and then I'm, I still want to have my twelve deck because twelve seems because I, I think twelve is really good. Yeah, one of my oppo- my first opponent was playing twelve, but I just he couldn't get over my two Ramzas, and the fact that a lot of the twelve characters are three cost, six drop Ramza was just like kill him next yep. turn, kill him. The only one I couldn't kill was Ash because he had Rassler out, but I kind of I just kept 
the three drop ROMs up the whole time, and it's like, yeah, you can't get over this. Yep. And I mean, six drop ROMs is probably pretty big at that point. <clears throat> oh yeah, he was a he was an uh, I want to say he was a twelve k or a thirteen k. He gets dumb. He gets big, man. Like I said, when that card works, it works. This is good. Um, yeah. So after the title, uh, there were some raffles. No, you shit. <laughs> I wouldn't know it. Cause... <laughs> yeah. So basically, anytime you competed in something, and like as a side event, so we got. Couple tickets for doing Wolves, then we got a ticket for doing Title, mm-hmm. um, and then I think at the end they just gave like a ticket to everyone in the at, yeah, in the, uh, just to event, give out the last few prizes the last they had. So I was able <coughs> to win uh, a Uniplay mat, uh, which I'm still not sure what I'm going to do with yet because uh, I'm I'm not a really I I'm, I'm I have no use for it really, but mm-hmm. so it might be like involved in some kind of giveaway we might do in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was able to win a few packs. Uh, as well as because I was top eight for the title tournament, I got one of the pre-release playmats. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I also won the deck box for top three. Mm-hmm. And then what was? I feel like I won another another raffle. I think that was it. it was the packs of the playmat. I think that was it. Oh, then you went, didn't you win sleeves in a raffle? Oh yeah, uh, no, the sleeves were also part of the top three. Oh okay, cool. Um, which I had bought the Vincent sleeves because they were selling all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beginning of day two, they didn't have that stuff day one. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, they, so they, I, they set up the merch booth like pretty hard on day two. Yeah, so I snagged some sleeves and I snagged um, a plushie mm-hmm. that I wanted. Nice. Um, so it was pretty cool. Uh, and then after that, we went to do a uh, draft. There, there was literally we were just standing around. We we're about to get food. We we're like, I kind of checked out at that point. Mm-hmm. We we're getting hungry. Um, but then somebody was like, "Oh, we got six people for draft. We need two people." We were like, "Yeah, you want to go draft?" Yeah, we we're like, "Yeah, let's shit, let's yeah, do fuck it. it. Let's go draft." Um, and honestly, drafting in this game is kind of fun. Now, it's kind of unfortunate because, you know, not like it's not like Magic where the sets are made to be drafted. Um, though one could argue Opus 5 kind of is because it's like, hey, let's just draft a bunch of big dumb guys and play them. Um, but drafting in this game is kind of fun. We were in an eight-man pod. And um, so, you know, we, it's typical, like just like in Magic, you open up your pack, you pick a card out, you pass it to the left, and then you just moving them around until you get them. Um, I ended up drafting a pretty solid deck. Um, one of my packs had a foil you stole a legend in it. So I was like, well, because I was I was actually drafting Fire Water. Because um, I'm seeing like Luneth, I'm seeing Vosslers, I'm seeing Leviathans, I'm seeing like, I'm seeing just a lot of good creatures that have a lot of synergy. Um, and same thing with backups, I'm seeing a lot of Fire. But then like, I get that you stole it. I'm like, well, I'm not passing this. I'm I'm just gonna rare draft the shit out of this one. So I kept that one. I was like, well, you know, maybe I should look into green. So the next pack you passed me over has an Adele. Like you passed me an Adele because I, yeah. I think you said you I was running. In so I was drafted lightning water. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason for me to rare draft an Adele because I have three, <clears throat> and it wasn't like a foil or anything. So right. there's really like zero reason for me not to pass it to you. Because I needed other forwards and I wasn't running wind at all, so she sure. does me no good. So if I'm picking her, I'm literally only picking her to prevent to hate draft, other yeah. people from getting her. And it was just funny because like I was like, "Well, I'm taking that." Then you pass me the Adele. I'm like, "Well, no, no, I'm definitely going to splash some green in there." So I take that. We finish that pack, and then on the next rotation, coming the other direction, I can kind of I, I lean back, and I'm not in, intentionally looking at the guy because he's kind of leaned forward. Like I mean, he's like actively like with the cards out there's there's no there's no poker hand here mm-hmm. so i kind of glance over and i see like the cards and i see another foil yastola like in his hand so i'm like i don't even think about it i was like oh that he's going to take it so he puts the thing down in front of me and i start thumbing through it that foil yastola is still there so i'm like that's mine too 
Then I pass it over. To me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so then I draft a couple. I get a couple, like, win backups. So I'm probably running six win cards in the deck, which is... I, I, it's like two Rex, an Echo, a Thief, a Ranger backup, and the two Yastolas and Adele. Yep. So maybe six or seven. So I'm like, that's, that's enough. That's all the green I need, because if I see him, I see him. If I don't, I don't. So... I immediately paid for my $15 draft with these two foil Yastolas, which means that box that was a pretty decent box from what we saw, because I know there was a Cecil yeah. in there. I, there, there was, was a, a Phoenix, Phoenix. There was an Orphan. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty good box. Yeah, so I ended up, you and me had to play first round. So yeah, we didn't know, but apparently, we while we were drafted, he goes, okay, now your first round opponents are already sitting across from you. And I was yeah. like, well, okay, that sucks a little bit, but okay, that's fine, it's draft, I don't care. My build kind of sucked. Honestly, like I wasn't, I wasn't able to get like any big beaters. Like no Kalmanot, no, mm-hmm. no Birdman, no Vaughn. Like no, no five drops, no Lanista. Like none of that stuff. So basically, I just had a deck of like bunch of three and four drops, mm-hmm. mainly three drops. Like I think I had four Moogle Knights. Wow. Uh, the Dragoons were pretty decent in our match, mm-hmm. and it was single in. It was just a bracket, single in bracket. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't a blowout. Like I think I got like four points of damage in or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I couldn't hang with the the bigger forwards once like Kamlanot and Volker can't drop down. Yeah, because I had because I had Luneth and a bunch of like the the two drop warriors that give all the fire forwards plus two. Then I had Vokler and the four k. And then I had um, uh, Ayane. Yeah, yeah, I had that. So I had a lot of really good fire forwards. So I won that. Go to game two. Um, I win on a Phoenix blowout play. I play Yastola, he plays Phoenix, and I pop it, and that, 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 that I never look back after that. Yeah, that's pretty bad in the in draft if you cancel a seven cost summon, you're probably. Yeah, and then I won because there was four. I think it ended up being four games. Yes, it was. It was four games. Yeah. One, two. Yeah, because I had to play four games, so I won. Then I won my next game pretty quickly, and then I lost in the finals to pretty much the guy who drafted all the five drops. Yep. Because this guy goes like. Turn one, I, I forget what he played. It was like a like a three drop or something. Then he goes fucking bird. No, he, he drops the the four mana nine k earth guy that can't block. Yeah, the berserker. Yeah, he drops that. Next turn he drops Birdman. Next turn he drops uh, Kamlanot. Then on the turn after that he drops uh, the Lanista. Um, yeah. 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 Like I, I couldn't get over that. Like, I, but here's the thing. I hung in that game. So well. The reason he won, like I, I, I could handle his beaters because I had a Yane who was a 10k because I, I, I made sure I went to five points of damage before I started, you know, before I pick and you know I picked and chose where I blocked to make sure that she's now a 10k. So now I'm bigger than all of his stuff. But then he's got the big dumb guy that I like from Earth that he gets plus one for each damage yeah, you have. So that's, like, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's his name. Okay. So you know I don't pay attention. Yeah, I know. I know. It's okay. <laughs> this is kind of a recurring theme here. But, um, because I keep thinking that guy's like a berserker, too. I don't know. Because they, they look almost exactly alike. But, well, um, they're, they're both the same race. Oh, well, there you go. In, in the game. Yeah. So, he, ju- he just eventually just, because he's got the, the ice backup that's just a monster and stuff. Uh, Arcanist. Yeah, Arcanist. He's cool. Th- this number can't attack. And I was like, well, all right. He, ca- he just kept, he just stopped Ayane from attacking every turn, and I just couldn't get over the hump. So, it, it was six damage to five. Yep. It was good. It was a good game. I, I was actually surprised I was able to... And then, like, maybe an hour ago before we started this, I was like, oh, yeah, I had a green mage in, uh, green mage in my deck. I was like, I could have stopped that Anarchist for a turn and just 
Not anarchist, I said. Uh, 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 arcanist. Arcanist, yeah. I was like, I could have probably stopped that for a turn and then pushed the damage through. Yeah, but, you know, what it could have, should have. But, you know, I had a great time because I didn't give a shit at that point. I had two foil you stole us. Yep. Boom. Everything else was just icing. Yeah, yeah, so all in all, it was a lot of fun. Day two was fun, too. Yeah, um, the, these events, I urge people, if you're curious about traveling to an event, just pull the trigger on it. Yeah, I realize it can get expensive. Like, you know, we were kind of fortunate that we were able to stay with a buddy um, yep. that we used to play fighting games with, and so we had, you know, kind of free room and board for the weekend. Um, especially with the big event like PAX going on, where hotels were jacked through the roof. But... Yep. If you like this game and you're serious about, or, you know, even semi-serious about being competitive with it, I think traveling out to these bigger tournaments, you know, are, it's, I feel like you need to do it, if nothing else, for the experience. Because it seems like maybe Square is coming around on the support for this. This was a big tournament. I mean, for, for this, 91 players, like, that's the biggest I've heard, other than outside of, like, the European tournament in America. In America, yeah. I guess we'll, yeah, we'll narrow it down that uh, way. In America, and it's not nationals. Yeah, yeah. I think this was the biggest. It was. It was, it was great. Like, it was an awesome tournament. Uh, I definitely want to try to make as many Crystal Cups as I can. Um, I think next on our list is probably going to be Gen Con. I don't yeah, think Gen we're going to be able to make Toronto or yeah. Kansas City. I think those are the next two. Yeah. Um, but I will be watching. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Um, I'll be. I'll be a chat monster on yeah, the stream. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but Gen Con, I think, is definitely going to be the next go-to because uh, there's two qualifiers there. Yep. Uh, from what, what I understand, one is constructed, one is sealed. That's fine. And I believe it's Opus 6 comes out like a week or two before. Mm-hmm. So that's... Uh, Should be interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, all in all, it was, it was a great time. Uh, probably some of the most fun I've had playing this game since I started. Oh, for sure. Because especially now with like the, like the competitions there, like more people are playing more people are showing up and it's really cool to meet these other communities like i said some of these some of these guys you know we've talked to on facebook but we've never like shook hands and said what's up you know like this was the first time i got a chance to meet a lot of these guys and you know it's cool that when you know you get recognition from these people too like oh hey you know hey congrats you did a great job in ohio chris oh shit yeah he's a good player oh adam lane oh yeah he's a good player like like they know they know that we're legit in this game and we like we're just trying to make the community better for everybody. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, every every I think there's a lot of mutual respect. There is. There across is across the board, and and everybody's super nice, and every and everybody that I played, like it was, the level of play was very high. I'll, I'll say it again. I know I sound like a no, but it's just like, true, man. <laughs> like it's true. Like the level of play was high, and just like just the quality of person was actually really good too. Yep. Like that, like none, none of these none of these people who show up to these these tournaments in particular. Like, none of them are assholes, man. They're all just good people. Yeah, it was awesome. So, yeah, I mean, to that point, like, I mean, shout-outs to, like, the Pennsylvania dudes were like, oh, cool. We hung out with them for a while. Like, mm-hmm. Mike and, and Colin. Me and Colin yeah, talked do. about ice builds for mm-hmm. probably a good 30, 45 minutes just trying to figure out, like, what cards work for him, what mm-hmm. cards work for me, like, <coughs> the differences in our two builds. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew. Andrew's a good egg. Yep. Yeah, we talked to him for a while. Shot, shot the shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike had to play him, you know, and... Round two, we were able to talk for a little bit. And some of the other dudes that uh, I don't really remember all their names, but, I mean, they're a good crew. Awesome, awesome guys. Uh, then the Florida guys, as always, like Sam, Riley, Andy, and all them. Yeah, I talked man. to Andy, too, for a while about his deck. Yeah, Jonathan, good egg. Good yep. egg. Enjoyed, enjoyed the uh, the top 16 trouncing. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> all, all awesome dudes. Uh, the California dudes that came over, Okimoto. Yeah, Brian. Yeah. yeah they, they were, were they all were really all, good guys, man. 
Oh, really, really you. good eggs. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Greg, uh, Greg was a really good human being, too, man. Like, just it's really cool. Like, just again, like I say, man, I can't say enough about the lack of toxicity um, in this community. I'm sure people have experienced it, but I, I haven't. No. And that's awesome. It's very refreshing to see. Yeah, I mean, everybody gets salty sometimes, but as far as just like, I mean, most of the time, I haven't really dealt with it much in this game. And yeah. I mean, I'm coming from fighting games, so I'm used to uh, that. Kind you're of used stuff. to high high salt levels, high yeah. sodium levels, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, um, other than that, there uh, we were able to talk with Rob from uh, playffdcg.com. Yeah. yeah. And I think going forward, we're going to try to hook up with him more, maybe uh, sync up with him, try to get them on the podcast. Maybe join, I think they have a podcast as well. We'll probably end up mm-hmm. maybe trying to uh, be on theirs. Yeah, they're and, trying to make like a hub for like content, so yeah. you can go to their site and hey, right, well, cool. There's links to these. Here's links to these, yeah. similar to what we're doing, but like it. I, I want I want it to be like a uh, a cooperative thing. Like, hey man, yeah, yeah. Well, we totally want to link up with you, and you link up with us. So that way, the more people that can yeah. see the content, the better. Because I I, I want to see this game grow. And uh, Rob, I, I enjoyed talking to him the awesome, first day dude. we were there. Yeah, super awesome, dude. And so smart handing out business cards. Yeah. Yeah, and I was stud. yeah, as soon as he handed them to me, I was like, damn, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Uh, uh, and I was like, that was a good idea. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I, we're definitely going to sync up with him, and I think there's going to be more things to come on that front. I think there's going to be more collaborations in general. Like, we talked to a lot of players this weekend. Uh, I want to I have more people on here so we can, like, pick their brains too. Uh, get, you know, get what's going on in other communities as well. Yeah, I definitely want to do some stuff with the old, the old Choka Bros and, uh, uh, Jonathan, who uh, his YouTube channel is Emo Tempest. Yep. Um, he, they're all always doing some interesting, you know, tournament reports. They're also always doing, you know, neat deck text. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that we're getting into. So, yeah, dude. You know, ex- expect a lot more stuff. And one of the things that you know we're talking about is doing like giveaways and raffles. You know. Yeah, I mean, we're we're starting to stockpile some things. We got a few cards signed by Kagiyama. Yep. That I think we're gonna plan on uh, giving away as well. As well as probably some play mats, some other mm. stuff that we got that, you know, we, I mean, we don't need all this stuff. Yeah. And we I, got I, a lot I, of I want to share swag. Yeah. And I think it's a good way to build a, more of a base of, like, people to listen to us as well as give you guys something. Yeah, I want you guys, I want you guys to have, especially if, if you're in a position where you can't travel to some of these things, like, you know, like, we got these neat tote bags, you know, like, I mean, you're going to look, you're going to look damn good going to your local Whole Foods shopping for organic produce with your Final <laughs> Fantasy trading card game tote bag. Uh, yeah, so I guess, uh, to end, to end the pod, this episode, uh, I want to give two final shout-outs. Uh, one, the staff, the judges, Dude. uh, RB, um... The the fem- the lady that was signing cards and excuse Ke- me, I, I I want to say her name was yeah. Kelsey. She, she or was Casey? awesome and she was doing some really cool stuff oh, with cards. Dude, what she did with my locks was mwah, just uh, a yeah. just a work of art. Yeah, so the Square Enix staff, the judges were working hard. All were nice, very nice people. Yeah, they all busted their ass this weekend. Um, and then on top of that, uh, Kagiyama was there, so shout out to him too. Uh, creator of the game, also a super nice dude, gave a couple of speeches, I think, throughout the day. Yeah, he gave us a nice little, like, top 16 pep talk. I, I felt like, man, it, it was it, it was like, I thought Idris Elba was canceling the apocalypse on me. It was really, 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 really good. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, all around was a good time. So, uh, I think with that, we're probably going to be signing off. Our next episode will probably be in about a week or so. Yeah, a week or so from now. Um, you know, we're going to talk about, I think we're going to focus more on... Um, 
coming up with new builds. I think I think you know I love Fire Ice. It's my deck. I'm gonna keep it together, but I think I'm gonna put it on the shelf for a few weeks and you know experiment with some other stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. The the deck coming up that I really want to play. Um, man, after after playing with Ramza this weekend, I was like, I want to play Knights. That what guy's dumb. Uh, speaking of that, you should check out our YouTube video where we played yeah. that, and I, I played a build. Yeah. Um, which is probably going to be pretty similar to what you're building. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that card's great. Um, yeah, so I mean, with that, uh, I guess we should probably sign off. Yeah, we're letting this run on a little too long, but we just, man, we're just still pretty amped up from the weekend. But uh, yeah, until next time, guys, um, we're probably going to hit the Fredericksburg local on the way home to get one more tournament in for the weekends out. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. Always a pleasure. Catch you later.